0: good evening good morning good afternoon or whatever time you're listening to the podcast welcome to the aggregate score hope you guys have been doing well i feel like it's been a little while It's apologies on me um wanted to give up as we always do big up to our main guy my g my don i feel like i should call you like don collion or something but um how you doing man (laughs) i'm good i'm good bro how are you i'm good man it's you know i love it because when we come back into the pod like if it's been like a week and a half, a week, two weeks. There's always a bit of sport that's been, you know, bubbling nicely um, on the stove. And we're just going to get, as we always say, we're going to get straight into it. Obviously, the Euros have kicked off. Um, Congrats to all the teams that have qualified at the moment. Um, That would include Wales. Congrats to them coming second in their group. We have the Italians who um, who beat Wells and could have potentially knocked out Wells if they had got more goals. But um, uh, credit to Italy, who have been pretty impressive this tournament. Um, earlier yeah. today, we had Netherlands with uh, Genie. It hurts me to stay. Um, when he actually plays in a role which is a bit further forward, he, he has a, he is actually really handy in the box. And um, yeah, I got a mission yeah. about Liverpool actually. Cut live, playing for another team hurts. For sure. It's like um, someone dating someone for five years. And then they just tell you they're done and they're going with someone else. A nice little French side. It sounds like I've been hurt, but I haven't really been still. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like I have, but um, I'm all good. But um, congrats to Netherlands. They look good. Top their group, Austria qualified as well. I believe Ukraine yep. came for um third, so there's a chance for them 3rd they're
1: right? still hoping, yeah.
0: Yeah. Then we had obviously um we've got tonight Belgium against Finland, uh, which is nil nil. As we speak, uh, yeah. Belgium looking uh, very dangerous. Kevin De Bruyne coming back last game, doing well, and they've got players like Hazard that they can bring off the bench. Lukaku's in good form, so that's gonna be interesting. And obviously, um we could even start on this because before we we um before we had the pod, the Euros hadn't started, but one of the biggest, you know, stories of uh the Euros has been what happened to Ericsson with him collapsing on the floor, which was very sad to see. Do you get a chance to see the yeah. game or that particular game? So I actually
1: wasn't watching that game. Like I don't know yeah. what I was doing, but I think I was yeah, I just wasn't watching that particular I'd been watching all the other games before that one. Yeah. But I just didn't I didn't happen to catch that game. I just literally flicked on Twitter before, uh, while it was happening and then like people were just tweeting and you'll see what's yeah, happening. I yeah. then just didn't decide to click on it because I realised obviously it was like a bit of a traumatic experience. But mm-hmm. um yeah, man. All credit to the to the, the, the uh, medical people who came on, like, and sorted him out like quickly, and they attended to him. His teammates that was like protected him, and and made sure he wasn't like you know choking on his tongue or anything. Um, all that stuff. Like, yeah, it was uh, it was really sad to see. Like, um, just sort of unfortunate. You don't even know like where it came from. He seems to be a person who's really healthy and, yeah. and all that stuff, but uh, out of the blue, like, it happens. It reminds me of um back in the days when I think was it a. Uh,
0: what was of mm, Mwamba. Passed away Mwamba. Was it? No, Mwamba. Oh, Mwamba didn't pass. Like, was... Yeah, he, had, he, he yeah, passed out. Yeah. But who was the one that, I think it was Mark Vivian Yeah, or someone from Seville, I remember. Or one kind of yeah. team that he, he actually passed away, yeah. So it'd, be,
1: it'd been some times since we'd seen anything like that. But uh, yeah, just again, credit to the to the medical people that came on and, and sort him out with like haste. and
0: Yeah.
1: Glad that he's obviously doing better. He's had a successful surgery and stuff. And now he's uh, on the mend. I think they've given him one of those heart... Um, Resuscitation thing, so he's got like a permanent thing on him. But
0: yeah,
1: yeah, man, just crazy. I think it's one of those ones that I mean, sort of like football. Football took a back a back seat for a little while whilst uh, whilst everyone was trying to get him. sorted I'm, I'm still I'm still not too really pleased at the fact that they had to play that game at the end. That, Mate, Finland, sure. uh, that
0: Denmark had to play that day. I feel because apparently the choices that they got was to either play that day or play the next day. And was I was like, I think I think like early. I was thinking, yo, how that gonna work? I mean, they've just seen something very traumatic happen to their teammate. They're not gonna be exactly. getting any kind of sleep. I don't I don't know what kind of state they're in. Obviously, I feel like it was a foregone conclusion. They were gonna kind of lose the game anyway, because their minds are elsewhere. I don't think they were there and they obviously uh-huh. they tried their hardest and they said that Ericsson told them to, you know continued the game but i think in the the general the general scope of it i don't think it was the best choice to make for them to play and i think um uefa should have come at it on a on a different angle you know for sure but um yeah yeah man obviously uh denmark they're trying to battle to stay in um this tournament and funny enough let's even just go straight not even straight into it but mention what happened to england because you know Decent start against Croatia. Um, looking like solid. I wouldn't say it was amazing, solid performance. And then yeah. the game of depends on who you ask. I know in it. <laughs> to be fair, I was just happy because I think it looked open the tournament with a win. Fair enough. Three points, Probably should have yeah. got a second goal, but it's fine. It's all about qualifying from the group. Then what I saw in the Scotland game, Lord have mercy. Fuck, pot, garbage. Person. Oh Lord. I mean, I was like, look. I know it's doggy. This someone was like, it oh, was telling me today, like, oh, England are rubbish. I was like, nah, this is this is a game where you're going to Burnley on a Wednesday night and it's cold, mate. It's windy. Yeah. Players are going for it. And uh, credit to Scotland. What was your like take on it? Do you think it's one to be like, oh gosh, like England are trash? Or is it to be like, look, we know our levels, we didn't perform as we should have done? I th- I just
1: think the occasion got to certain people in the team like I just think it was too much for for certain players and also I just think on that on this particular occasion Southgate got it wrong like
0: yeah yeah I think
1: he, he made a couple of decisions that I, I personally don't agree with but I'm, I'm not the manager England so this is again as as they said on, the, on, the, on the we'll talk about it later podcast this, this is the uh this is the, the Southgate tax like no, Part of having okay. him in the team is he might occasionally make these, these kind of decisions. That's true. And That's like true. it just ha- it happens to be that his his star player isn't performing right now, which is Kane. So mm. unfortunately for him, anything that he does in that game would have been wrong because like Kane wasn't 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 um up to scratch at the get a game. Sterling really wasn't playing too well. The midfield was a bit slow. He was playing obviously those two two defensive midfielders in Calvin Phillips and Jekyll and Bryce. They weren't really doing a lot. They were kind of struggling to like. Even bring the football forward at all. Yeah, yeah. Only, only strong point really was was Pickford, which is quite funny to see. Pickford was looking, 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 <laughs> looking like looking, a well beater.
0: Yeah, but Ooh. um,
1: he was only only bright spark of the whole game. Like everyone else has just had a bit of a poor game. There was they keep they kept clamoring for Grealish to come on, and I was like, Grealish isn't going to do much. Like, what can he do when there's no, there's nothing happening? That whole there's like a gap between the midfield and the strikers that just yeah. wasn't being filled. It was being filled by Scotland. <laughs> as was cause, obviously because they were parking the bus a little bit but like um yeah this England team just didn't they just didn't perform on the, on the big stage when they're supposed to this is a game that's supposed to be like like a rival game it's supposed mm-hmm. to be like this is all out war like, you're meant to give your all for this for the game and it started off like that the team that started off doing that was Scotland you could tell that they really wanted it
0: yeah um, they actually
1: played pretty well besides actually just having more heart than England they played actually pretty well and some of England's players just didn't perform. Like Kane, as was just atrocious. I kept seeing him like popping up in the midfield. I'm like, what are you doing at right, at left mid? Go, go forward.
0: Yeah. But if he goes forward, yeah. there's
1: nothing coming to him. So he's he's just be standing up there doing nothing. And I just think that Foden was really one of the bright sparks. And he took he took Foden off and brought on Grealish. I'm like, why would you take Foden off? Keep him on. He's he's one of the bright sparks. Yeah, I'm I'm a big Sterling fan, but Sterling wasn't performing. Take him off. Bring someone else on. Had yeah, Jaden Sancho on the bench. Yeah, Jude yeah, Bellingham on the bench. You know what I'm saying? Like guys who could make who could you know, add a bit of just injection of pace or injection yeah, of, invention and that, mm-hmm. stuff, that kind of stuff they do for yeah to change things up yeah i think personally like if it wasn't for the fact that kane is the is the talisman is the hero that he wouldn't start the next game but because he's england's hero he's gonna start
0: yeah yeah, but yeah he yeah. was
1: he was poor like <laughs> he was very bad even the touches yeah. he was getting nothing happening um the, the wing backs, I guess, did their thing a little bit. Uh, Shaw and and Reese, Reese uh, James, but yeah, again, nothing was going forward. So like, because at the t- at the end, obviously, Reese James had a couple of crosses and stuff that we proved that could have been effective. But yeah, man, I just think the midfield was just a bit of a mistake. I think up front, just mistakes were made. But everybody, mm. not just Southgate, but players as well. And uh, yeah, they just they just kept there's just moments where I kept seeing like Mount waving his hands like I'm open, I'm open, and no one's passing to him. They were just too busy passing these small passes, not looking for the. To spray it across the cross for dags and like get just open the play up a little bit they were just they're quite comfortable like playing for if i don't know it felt kind of like they were comfortable playing for a draw like they wanted to draw so just to get through this, this uh, the group stage yeah and not really risky they weren't really trying to take any risks that kind of thing
0: yeah i'd, I'd agree with you thought a lot uh a lot possessionable possession uh, like uh tactics like keep possession short passes but there was no injection of pace or speed, or trying yeah. to move through the phases very quickly. My 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 issue a lot with with the squad, especially in games like this, is there's no need to have two holding midfielders. Yeah, this, this it's, is it's not necessary. It's not necessary. And like if we're if we're gonna have you know, um, Foden on on one side and Sterling on the other, and it's not working, let's get some more pace. Let's quicken it up. I understand mm-hmm. why people are saying about Grealish and stuff like that. Obviously, Kane is going to start next game and probably you would say like rightly so but his touch for me what he does at Spurs is yes he's number nine but he's doing number 10 as well dropping into those tech but when he was doing it against Scotland it's like mate we need you to I think Alan Shearer touched on it rightly so we need you to stretch the play you need to go like yeah. drag the defenders with you further up the pitch so we can get things going because yeah. it's all all very congested and Scotland are very happy with that and I think In terms Mm -hmm. of like even Shaw and Rhys, Rhys James, they're not even getting like quality crosses in the box. Like it's all just very slow. And that the way that I'm I'm looking for is pedestrian, like, yeah, let's move it. Yeah, Yeah. oh yeah. And it's, for me, like next, there needs to be a couple changes for the next, um, for the game against Czech. Obviously we don't know, Mm -hmm. because is England looking to go second? For me, just needs to be a positive performance with goals even if we end up winning a 3-1 yeah. i don't really care there needs to be goals in there Kane needs to grab one obviously we're not sure about frat, uh, rashford in his in his status as well in terms of injury get sancho in there yeah. like these players are like they're chomping at the bit i don't see why and even um even bellingham as as well the midfielder um the young midfielder 17 80 like with the look these guys aren't here to you know just watch games they they need to perform and it was very yeah it was very like tiresome just watching england um against scotland but... it was
1: boring yeah like it was just it,
0: just, <laughs> it was you know hard to watch
1: like from a scotland perspective scotland looked like they just wanted they wanted to play like um as you said like bringing on Bellingham would have been good because he was just he's kind of young and he's and he looks like he's like he's up for the up for the fight but like in contrast scotland had billy gilmore come on at uh, start sorry yeah. and and he was just like also he looked a bit like out of it in terms of like um, Energy-wise, at the start, yeah. But as the game went on, he'd really he really came along, and like he was kind of bossing the midfield a little bit. And it's a midfield with with some of his peers, people like Mount, Mount was in there, people that he plays with at Chelsea. But he was uh, he was doing his thing in there. So and like even going forward, like their strikers, they 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 were really positive. They played two strikers up front. Against England, yeah. who they who they people thought they'd try and get a safe result from, but they actually played two two strikers. Chatham could have scored, um, the other striker could have scored as well.
0: Unfortunately, mm-hmm. yeah. they didn't
1: get the chance, so they just didn't yeah. take away their chances, but they had they had opportunities to score, so they really could have like done damage. But England just were like, yeah, just just timid and just not really trying. And it just it was hard to watch thinking that this was going to be like this. Everyone's thought obviously the thinking was that it's coming home, like <laughs> that they're going to play positive. At least try and go for a win, but uh, it wasn't. It wasn't that. So I think maybe it was good. It kind of maybe tempered expectations a little bit because after the first game, people were thinking, "What? The first first like winning and in a, in, a, in a Euros yeah, in like a,
0: in an opening game? Oh, it's coming home. It's coming home." Yeah, people. <laughs> but but yeah, there wasn't. It's not to be. <laughs> you're right. It's the it's the curb expectation, and for me, like in terms of like um going like maybe I'm changing from the mundane performance that we saw against England to Scotland. Seeing a game like mm. Portugal um oh, against yeah. Germany and thinking yeah, wow, yeah, like you know, obviously the Germans uh losing the first one against France, which was pretty tight. Um, I think we all kind of learn, I think the learned, things that we learned is that France are definitely favourites, even if they're not playing too well, are uh-huh. gonna get the win. You've got a fantastic player in um in Mbappe, who my goodness, this guy is, is rapid for days. But for me, in terms of yeah. that Portugal um Germany game. The Germans, mate, they will not go down. They have quality. People are forgetting that, yeah, like it's sometimes the plays a little bad. They got goals in them. Um, we all know Ronaldo. I mean, the guy, two goals against Hungary, one against Germany, um, Diego Jota Diego Giotto got one as well. But mate, Germany, if anyone was to discredit them against that France game, mate, look again, cause that um their next game, oh, it's going to be against Hungary.
1: They got hungry, man. Yeah, they, that, Hungary, man. They're
0: going to destroy They're going to get turned. But then again, I don't know, because Hungary gave a difficult um, game to Portugal um, before they won it, made it very difficult for yeah, France. Yeah,
1: and France, they drew with France, yeah.
0: And, you know, they've got a home crowd in there as well. But, you know, in terms of, like, the tournament... Full so stadium far, as well. Exactly. In terms of the tournament so far, like, who would you say are like your favorites and your dark so your give me like two favorites and one dark horse for for tournament winners of Euro twenty twenty.
1: For the tournament so far, I think um obviously as you said France is up there for me as well. I think yeah. France is one of the ones where obviously they had that game against Hungary where they drew but they're still a team that like when they when everything's clicking that's a team that, that can can do some serious damage. Yeah.
0: Um
1: and then another favorite I think I'd probably say I don't know if they were considered favorites going in, but for me, Italy have, have just been like Oof. just unreal. Like this whole, this whole like that first game, yeah, they were just under under like is it Mancini? They're under Mancini. They are
0: yeah, looking good.
1: They are balling. Like the 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 passing, the movement, like their their wing backs are going forward, they're positive, mm. they're keeping clean sheets like crazy, they're scoring goals when they want. Um yeah and it's a team of it's a team that just seems to be really together like you don't often see an international team unless they've been together for quite some time, yeah um but a team that like just literally has this camaraderie and this this like this uh almost like a gang mentality,
0: yeah yeah um, exactly, and they
1: have that in it and in Italy like they're going for it, so that's a team for me that are favorites as well I think Italy and France could be could be a cheeky final off if they don't have to play each other before that that could be very interesting Ooh, be but interesting. um. Yeah, and then besides those, I think, I don't know if Belgium are considered, considered favourites, but Belgium are a pretty good team. They, get, they got their players back, as you said. Like yeah. um, Hazard played a couple minutes last game. Yeah. They both started, Hazard and De Bruyne both started this game oh, against gosh. Finland. So we'll see what the end result is. Lukaku's been off form for Inter. He scored in the first, the first game two goals. He, had, yeah. he didn't score last game, but he was important, instrumental in the play and stuff like that. So Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Belgium and another team, I think, could, could do, do something. But Italy is my favourite to win the whole thing. I think Italy are going to win it
0: yeah man i'd agree with you i like the italians i think you know in previous years the competitions that they've been in they they haven't qualified they haven't done so well but they got they got a good young core you've got players like um barella yeah. you've got Bellotti, um the yeah striker love like, i think he was really good. like you've got um i'm just trying to think of other Donnarumma and the goalkeeper well. yep um Kellini, uh, the guy who he just loves to defend so if it's going to get a little bit tighter they're gonna rely on him a lot as well. Um, Benadeski, I think one of the wingers. They just got like they've yeah, been together for backs, a lot.
1: Spinazzola and, and um, um, Di Florenzo. Really? Yeah. Or oh Florenti. my goodness. They are like just the way they're they're almost playing like left wingers. Like they're going forward all the time. Oh, they don't even they don't even care about defense. <laughs> they're just bro, leaving that to kill even Bonucci. Bro, bro. They're just going forward.
0: For me, if Germany are to like switch it on, are they going to be dangerous for sure? It's yeah, yeah. Because we we
1: saw that against Portugal. Like when he turned it on. Oh, same thing with basically they, there's wing backs, but they had um they had ghosts going forward, they had Kimmich going forward. Yeah, and like yeah, when they turned it on, Kai Havertz looked dangerous, Muller looked dangerous. Yeah, obviously like Sane came on at one point, but Ganabri looked really good as well. He didn't get a goal unfortunately, but he looked really good as well. Yeah, um, again against Portugal, so we'll have to see what happens with them as well. Definitely,
0: definitely, man. I mean, I I've loved this tournament so far. So good. it has been very interesting to kind of see um the football on display, see some really like high performances by um mm-hmm. by a lot of the sides i think it's going to be interesting obviously once we get um done with um the last round of games and we go into the knockouts because obviously you've got the thing where now they've added extra teams they're going to do like the best third place finishers to still get yeah. a chance to be in a tournament which is an interesting way of thinking of things but um I think last question I'm gonna ask about Euros before we move on, because I wanted to touch a little bit about Copper America is how far, just like the question we asked a couple of weeks ago when we when we had um uh, I think we we're really repping them, we'll talk about that later. How far when the when we were talking with the guys, we mentioned some finishes we think England can get to. But realistically now, where do you think we're gonna finish?
1: I think quarter finals probably. I think they'll get through obviously this. This next game against the Czech Republic. Yeah, don't know if they'll win, but the Czech Republic look really good as well. They had a that that goal from Shit. <laughs> a goal that Shit scored against them Man, against uh, Scotland. Wow.
0: Oh, there've been some some great goals Crazy. in this tournament so, so far. Uh, yeah. yeah, I
1: think for real. Yeah, they have they have they have, they have yeah, been some been, banging yeah. goals in this tournament so far. So we'll have to see, but I think yeah, I think England will get through that next round depending on who they play. I think because obviously they've got the whoever they got whoever comes out of that group F. I believe it is. Yeah. So um. Depending on who they have to come up against in a round of sixteen, we'll mm-hmm. see. I think maybe they maybe they'll have enough quality in them to get through that round, and mm-hmm. then after that, out <laughs> for sure. They're out, out out for sure. Just just because the teams that I think are now turning up. Like as we said, we have got Belgium, we've got France, we've got Italy, we've got Germany, Portugal probably will still be in the mix. Yeah. Um and then and then even like uh the Netherlands, like just now they if he just played their game, they won 3 really
0: 0. They look dangerous, game. man. Going forward Depay really and Van
1: Aldum and, and their wing backs, they look dangerous. Um so they Dumb, Dumfries. Really good.
0: Very, Dumfries, yeah, very, yeah, he was doing he was doing some things.
1: Well. So yeah man they look very good uh and there's other teams as well and in the mix so we'll have to see what happens but like yeah i I even like sweden a little bit as well or not i don't like sweden's whole team yeah i hear that but isak they're they're strong mate
0: i I had some rumors about Liverpool being interested i would be definitely yeah i'll I'll be be down for that (laughs) (laughs) i'll be like yo sign him up Side yeah. well. so
1: England needs to turn up. They need to turn up. Like the way we're talking about, like other teams, and and the, the way they're going forward, and the way they're being positive. Yeah, really, we're not really saying that about England yet. So I need England to turn up, and because they got the quality in the side, but which they're just not really, it's not being utilized. So, Wait, well, see, I just think that he's going to be a bit too too timid now. I think I think Southgate will be a bit scared of making crazy changes against against the Czech Republic, and he won't start um, the likes of of uh, Grealish and and Sancho, who probably still go back to the... the main like team that he had. And then make changes, but he he even took too long. T- he took too long to make the changes. Like he brought Grealish on around the what was it? Was it the fifty something or sixty something minute? Like yeah, he waited too he. long. I think Grealish should come in at half the time or something like that. But for Sterling, not for go- not for for um well, Foden who was balling. So yeah, yeah,
0: we'll see. Yeah. No, I but as so.
1: again as we always say, like this England team uh, uh, will go as far as Southgate allows them to go. I think um, as long as he's the he's the manager, they they just can't yeah.
0: getting over that hump is going to be hard. It will be tricky. I, I, I firmly agree with you, man. This, it, I'm not saying like I'm a downer, but next game, like the, I'm not saying that we'll determine, but we'll definitely have to raise our stakes and then moving forward because I think what we will score against Scotland was very, very boring. I'm, I'm a firm believer of, of playing good football and if you lose on the day, it is what it is. But don't is play, it is. At least we don't play your boring heart. football. Don't play boring football and lose. You can play boring yeah. football <laughs> and win and no one gives a toss about that. Like, look. we Which was what,
1: he, what he did against against Croatia. They played boring football, but they won. Do you
0: know what I'm saying? Like, so, but you have to get the results. And this is where I self That's why I feel like it could be the, a little bit of full throw, but it could be end of the line if we only just about make quarters. Because after the highs of the quote-unquote World Cup to now this, we're looking a bit, you know, a bit leggy. So it's a big game against czech republic but switching things on anyway to uh copa america uh, i've been watching a couple of games been been quite interesting actually Mm. um i've got my favorites down as brazil uh both games uh played well in their first game i believe i'm not sure if it was against peru that in their second game but uh it might have been against venezuela their first game or ecuador i'm gonna check that out first but in terms of um yeah Venezuela just, is the
1: second game, but yeah,
0: yeah, they they looking good, man. They're looking good, and you know when when Neymar's on it, when he's you know not wanting to hit up the party. So for any Brazilian fans listening to this, um, no, nah,
1: trust me, i you no, know, sorry, alive. Venezuela, Venezuela is their first game, but yeah, sorry. Well, oh yeah,
0: yeah, they're, they're they're world class. I mean, if you look at it, because Copa America, you you have two big groups, A and B. And yeah, yeah, before you and get it's, it's headed headed by Brazil and Argentina. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I'm saying? So. For me, really, you look at um, the group that Argentina and obviously Argentina have won one and drawn one. Um, they drew against yeah. Chile. Uh, Argentina's group is potentially harder, I feel, than Brazil's. I will Brazil like Argentina. You've got Chile there. You've got you've got even a little Rio bit of a DCT, cheeky Australia yeah. there. You've got um you've got Uruguay. You've got Bolivia. You never know. You never know. But would you say do you think having to win the tournament outright I've got Brazil I've got the Samba boys winning it
1: yeah it'll be, it'll be one of the two it'll be Brazil or Argentina one of those two will go through and, and win it but mm-hmm. I, I do think it'll be Brazil on this, this occasion they're current holders um, and yeah they, just look like they got the momentum going forward they're like destroying teams <laughs> they're like yeah, 3-0 man. in, in their first game I think 4-0 in their second game um, yeah they're just on it so I think Brazil are going to go the whole way for this one I haven't been watching a lot of the Copa, America, but yeah, man, Brazil uh, I having it's theirs to win or theirs to lose if they if they don't win it. But
0: yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Oh, I mean, it's nice to have two tournaments at the same time. We got we got the Euros and we one got- at the same oh. time. Yeah, like yeah. it's just, it's
1: even just a, just a change of pace from like what we had with the uh, all this club football now. We're into the into the international
0: football. Season. Yeah, it'd be
1: quite funny if they even put like imagine if um Af- African Cup of Nations was also around this time. Oh my gosh, that would be jokes. Yeah. I'll be like, "Yo, with all the international
0: competitions at the same?" Will time, be all you know? at the same time. But we've got Is that it? to look
1: forward to in January, anyway. So
0: ah, yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm just trying to get up. Obviously, um, switching it now from uh, football to NFL.
1: Um,
0: CBS Sports did a very interesting article. Um, talking about the 10 top ranked uh running backs. Um, so you've got number 10, Mm -hmm. Joe Mixon for the Bengals, you've got Josh Jacobs. I wanted to go through them quickly before we get to the top five. Um, Shaquan Barkley, number eight, which was a bit surprising, but I understand because people were talking about the injuries and stuff, but I thought. When he's on job, Yeah, he's, he's I think he's dope. played less than like 15 games in the last two years. and yeah, that's so. that's going to be a lot, you know, running back. You don't want to take too many hits too early, you know. You want to be fresh. Mm-hmm. Then you've got number seven, Aaron Jones, which was a bit disappointing, because I was thinking you can budge him up a little bit. I'm not saying he's, he's dope. I'm not saying he's like super, super high caliber, but he's definitely in my top five. But hey, you know, my... Then we go number six, uh, Nick Chubb, mm, okay. Then now we get into the interesting bit. So the top five they've got is uh, Zeke at five from the Cowboys. They've got Alvin Kamara Mm -hmm. at four. They've got Darvin Cook at three. They've got Christian McCaffrey at two. And then obviously, all hell, Sir Henry at number one. Right. (laughs) Now, I can't lie, with the number one. Yes, hundred 100%, percent. Yes, thousand percent. Yeah, I think yes. it's not debatable. <laughs> like this guy is, this guy is dashing, guys. He's slapping them to the side like they're mosquitoes. It's a crazy thing. But what would you say? Um, I would you have McCaffrey at two and Dalvin Quick at three.
1: So really, I think the the main thing with McCaffrey this year was just injuries. We didn't really get to see him at his full potential this year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it was a team that they obviously got, they had a new quarterback at the time in Teddy, in Teddy Bridgewater.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and he wasn't really able to be properly utilised in the offence. I had him in one of my fantasy leagues. And it was just, it was just a, a tough time because when he was fit, you had to put him in. But then he got injured and you couldn't you couldn't rely on him, so you had to gather other other options. But uh, yeah, he wasn't good this year last year. But I think he will be back next year. I think he's gonna he's obviously had time to rehab. Um, and I think when he when he's the, when he's fit, he is definitely a top two, top three uh, running back in this league. So I oh, don't yeah. mind putting him at number two. Maybe just mm-hmm. based off last season, I'd probably put him at three instead of two, just because he was injured a lot and not really reliable. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like obviously. Derek Henry was is just Mr. Reliable. He's always fit. He's always he's playing. Smart. So, um yeah. I'd probably, I probably haven't met three just because of the injuries. But still, two is not wrong because he is. He's when when he's fit, he's one of the top top guys in the league. He's uh, efficient for that team. He really, I think they really run their offense really through him. Because obviously through the years they've had to change quarterbacks, they went from Cam.
0: Uh yeah, then, had that
1: backup for a little while and they went to to Teddy Bridgewater. And now they've obviously brought in true. Sam Darnold. So again, they're going to rely on him for their offense mainly as well.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um going forward. So yeah, for, I think for for that reason, top three for sure.
0: Yeah. I hear that. I mean, I wouldn't fight against that. To be fair, I might switch the darvin Cook thing, the Darwin Cook with Alvin Kamara just I feel like I was about to
1: say yeah like I I actually would have Alvin Kamara in top three as well So
0: yeah because I was like Alvin don't get me wrong he's solid, sick very solid he, yeah he's good but I don't know I thought Alvin Kamara is very special I I mean rightly so last season I saw I think he scored five or six touchdowns in a game yeah that, that's ridiculous when he gets to the end zone he's great and maybe if Zeke was fit Zeke might be in my top three as well but I don't know the injuries have been a lot and the, the Cowboys have not been as great as, you know
1: No, they weren't a good team last year. And no. and part of that was because Zeke wasn't wasn't at his full strength, I don't think. So that's why they struggled. Um but yeah, as you said, I think when he's fit, he's a top five tougher running back in this league. He's just seldom is he like he either had that whole situation when he was holding out for his contract and mm-hmm. There's like a then there was a whole issue with like the law and he had to he was suspended a couple of games. Yeah, and that was then true. he was injured and, and then like he wasn't he wasn't his best he hasn't played his best football for like a, a year or two. So yeah um, he'll true. he'll he'll come back though. I think that team has will just kind of be rejuvenated by Dak coming back fit again. So we'll see what happens with the with the Cowboys. But Zeke is he's definitely a top a top guy in this league. I just don't know if he's a top three, even when he's fit, because just people like Derek Henry have taken over yeah uh, christian mccaffrey's taken over in my opinion uh, as i said alvin kamara probably would be, be in my top three i then would maybe have Cal, uh dalvin at four. at four and then i might even at five i probably i probably put your guy um yeah that's what Aaron i said i
0: would um yeah Aaron jones because i thought like Aaron jones at seven i was like, mm, like yeah i'd probably have him in top five like nick chubb like what should i be hard i'm not saying like i'm i'm like Obviously, we're slightly biased in the show to our our teams. But, um, (laughs) like, I I feel like Aaron Jones was dope. Had a good season again last season. So, obviously, he got paid by the Packers decent money. Um, But for me, and he put up good numbers as well. But, yeah, in terms of this list anyway, I can't knock any of it because you've got players who, yeah, they might be coming off injuries, but they're stars and even... They're players that franchises could build. Like, if yeah. I was a franchise and I'm struggling and the, the offenses are really hitting it, and and Shaquan Barkley is fit, I can lean on him, and he's gonna get me yards. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he he will he will do what needs to be done. So a lot of these players, I can't really I can't really fault. Like, I mean, you look at obviously the Cowboys. I think they they're, they're blessed with a lot of weapons in that team.
1: Oh yeah, definitely offensive. Um, Offensively, for sure. I think um, with Saquon Barkley, it's just again, it's injuries. I think, as I said, he's only played like 15 games in the last two years. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's not the production you need from your from your star guy, especially with that team, that New York team. They rely on him like proper heavily, like really? especially before. With obviously Daniel Jones isn't isn't the guy. He's he's not he's not the not the quarterback for them. But he they're gonna he's gonna play next year. He's gonna star Yeah. Um, they recently bought in Kenny Galladay on the wide receiver, so he, now he has at least some options. Um but the running game is all about Saquon. So if he's fit, he's the guy and like they need him in their conference. So yeah, that's the thing with this position. The running back position is just it's all about fitness. Like if you're it if is, you're man. able to be fit, then like you can make it and you can you could be a top guy. But if it's just that's that's why they don't they don't tend to pay running backs the crazy Money. big bucks because they because break so down volatile. Man. they can yeah, they break down because they get hit a lot.
0: A lot, yeah, but it's so
1: yeah. But the guys that can do both, they can run and catch the likes of Christian McCaffrey, uh Derek Henry. Um, the likes of Saquon Barkley, those guys are the top guys, but they need to they need to stay fit in order to get the big bucks and in order to get paid and be in our fantasy leagues. But I had to rely on other people this year because of Christian McCaffrey, let me down. Of
0: course, I, yeah.
1: I, I, I might even put Joe Mixon in top 10. I don't know actually about Joe Mixon being top 10. He's good, but I don't know about him being top 10. Um, yeah, but there were yeah. some other guys this year that, that I think performed and had, had decent seasons. So, yeah, but the running back position is very it's a very interesting one. I think it's one of those ones where it's always like for a for a while it was like Lev Bell was running and, and he was the guy, injuries, no longer the guy. <laughs> along with along with contract disputes and stuff like that, he wasn't able to to get to his full the full step yeah. of like winning championship and stuff like that. Yeah. But um yeah, no, I think uh I think she it can be a another very interesting year for this running back position. But Derek Henry is
0: the number one guy, no debate in oh, my yeah, mind. Yeah, man. As as I said before, all oh hell, Sir Henry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, switching up because obviously it's been a bit quiet it's been a quiet week in terms of the nfl but jumping straight to the nba hey, and shooting just straight straight into it and emphasis on mm-hmm. the shooting you know obviously we talked about this being episode 21 and i ran that joke about how you know in the US, if you're 21, you can hit up the alcohol and have the drinks. And one guy that's right. definitely gonna need it is, is Ben Simmons, man. I, I saw some of the highlights from Game Seven, even the chance where he has the the free layup, and instead yeah, gives and he it to, decides um... to make a weird pass. <laughs> oh Lord, I just thought, what the? Heck? You know what's crazy? Just watch the video of how Joe and reacts. He's like, what the heck? Literally, yeah. his face is like, what the like the hell is going on obviously since since that you know uh doc rivers has had to come out um draw and beat obviously they you know, do the interviews and stuff asking uh doc if uh simmons can be you know could be a championship winning like point guard yeah which he replied he, he can't really answer that right now so
1: i uh, can't answer that right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is difficult for you not know, even his potential i mean this guy, as we were joking about it, maybe a couple of days ago, I mean, the the free throw percentage is just straight hot garbage. Yeah. I mean, under 40%, that is, that's shocking. So obviously, lo and behold, what the Hawks do, they did what they did to that that time when um, Shaquille O'Neal had that problem. Just hack the guy. Let him go to the free throw line. This guy ain't going to yep. shoot. And that's the problem, like, I feel... Um, I'm feeling for him, man, because everybody knows. Like Ben Simmons, obviously, he comes out. He, he was in the running for Defensive Player of the Year. He was in the mm-hmm. Defensive um, First Team. First Team um, of yeah. the Year. And then the struggles, bro. Like question, as was asked on the one of um, I believe like a show that we both like, First Take. Is Ben Simmons done out here in Philly? <laughs> He's he done out here?
1: Is he done out here in Philly? I don't know. I just think that team is currently built around him and, and Joel. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the issue with the Philadelphia 76 is that their main two stars are both injured all the time. Yep. And when they're not injured, one of them has too many weaknesses, he can't shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one can get in foul trouble when he's suddenly not in the game anymore, and he's also a bit emotional. So, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's hard It's hard for that team. Like, they're they're very... They're built around like their their foundation is not very solid, but they have the potential to be really good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think Ben Simmons is just like they they won't they they obviously paid him the big bucks, so he's they got the do. big contract they extension last year. I think year last year or the year before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So in that regard, he's not going anywhere. But potentially they could ship him off via trade if they get a nice trade package for him. Um. It doesn't bode well that his head coach says I don't know. Um. And I can't answer that right now. If That's he's going to be the star point guard on our team, which That's isn't very true. good. If you if you look at the future but it's really up to Ben Simmons because he's got the potential he's got everything but a shot like athleticism he's got it crazy court vision he's He's got got it it. Uh, just sheer God-given size and like build he's He's got got it. it But the boy just can't shoot. Like, he just can't shoot. He can't shoot threes, can't shoot free throws. Mm. And he misses wide open, sometimes wide open middies. Wide open looks, yeah. Um, and he's just, yeah, he's just not a confident shooter. And, and unfortunately for him, the, the game that he's really good at requires you to also be good at shooting. And that's just the one thing he he can't do. So his weaknesses are quite easily exploited by by anyone with just with a, with any sort of inkling of a basketball brain. That's true. You either foul him so he has to shoot free throws or you force mm. him to shoot threes and he won't shoot those. So suddenly he's now just stuck out on the three-point line with the ball with like six seconds left, and he's like, "What do I do?" <laughs> and he's just always confused. So yeah, it's just unfortunate that his weaknesses are quite glaring and they're quite obvious. Mm. But he does have the potential, and I think he needs to just work. Like now, he needs to go in the lab and like work, try and figure this shot out. I don't know if he needs to reconstruct it, like uh, like Lonzo did when he had to reconstruct his shot. That's now true. Lonzo's a somewhat credible three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs to, yeah, he needs to put work in his summer. And I, that's the, one of the really the big criticisms of Ben Simmons is that he's, uh, all these summers that he's had, like obviously they've had early summers because they don't win anything. So not going to the finals or anything like that. Yeah, that's true. So he's had, he's had all these summers to work, but he doesn't seem to be working on his game. He just seems to be messing about with Galavantin. Dating pop stars instead, instead of, of, instead doing of that. focusing <laughs> on your book. Exactly. Of looking at players, you
0: are looking at girls. That's huh? really it. But, so he needs mate, to work I, on his game this summer. I concur with what you're saying. I mean, it, for a, a 76ers who are like very heavily odds-on favourite to beat the Hawks, for the Hawks mm. to beat them. Credit to the Hawks, though. You've got to beat what's in front of you. You've got to be smart about it, which they were. But yeah, yeah. Ben Simmons' confidence has taken a shot. It's almost like how... Big <laughs> it's similar to uh, Fernando Torres. Paul George.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Fernando Torres. Yeah,
0: Fernando yeah, Torres well. went. Oh, yeah, Paul George, 100%. But now no one can say, you know, like, like it is actually playoff P because he's putting up some dope numbers. So he's, everyone needs to shut up. It. He needs to allow, <laughs> they need to allow my guy. But it's similar like like, the drop off is, if the thing is, it's so crazy is that teams are going to be thinking if we can un- unlock just a little bit of yeah. shooting ability, it's over. This guy, could, he, guy. He, could, he could do it. He doesn't even need to be prolific. He just needs to yeah. be a little bit so that they're not looking there with the game on the line. If we give it to you, can you knock it down? Because as players look, give it to Curry. You give it to um, the other Splash brother, um, uh, Thompson. He can knock yeah. it down. You give it to um, LeBron. He's knocking it down. Big players. You give it to KD. He's knocking it down. We're going to mm-hmm. get into that about the Nets as well because obviously everyone's shocked yeah. as well. Bucks do it in game seven, which is fantastic. But I mean... Yeah, Simmons. I, I know you may not be listening to our pod, man, but you gotta go into the lab. You gotta yeah. put in that work, man. <laughs> He's
1: got to put work in, bro. But you could he needs in. to do, do something. I actually equate it more similar. If we're going, to, if we're going to bring it to football terms, yeah, similar to like a like a Renato Sanchez. like a, a guy who's like
0: yeah, when he was
1: like European, Europe like golden boy, and oh. he was meant to be the next the next superstar. Like he just didn't quite fulfil that potential, and then he had to go away to Lille now to now be like becoming a guy again that people are now looking at as a credible footballer. Yeah, Benson's might need to leave. He might need to leave 76ers. He might need to go away from this process where he's required to be the guy. Maybe he needs to join a team where he's only required to be the third guy, yeah. um, and not the second guy. If he's uh, if he's only required to be the third guy on a team, mm. I'm lobbying from to come to the Lakers. By the way. Uh, <laughs> If he's only required Jeez. to be the third guy on our team, okay. Like, maybe okay. he could be a baller. Who knows?
0: Okay. Actually, <laughs> it would a... never happen
1: because they're never gonna trade for him. They wouldn't. Um, like, yeah, he maybe he, he just doesn't need to be the second guy. He needs to be the third guy, the third or maybe guy. even the fourth guy. But like just not required
0: to shoot at all, just just make passes. Or maybe he could just do what like uh Draymond Green's been doing. No one really sees Draymond as like a dope shooter. So you just like you know, nah. like like take the ball in with him and dish it out to another shooter who can do the job. I, I still I mean, I was listening to First Take and I was, I really thought uh, Stephen A made a good point. I think him to the Blazers could be very interesting, man. I thought... Because then they, he
1: won't be required to shoot.
0: Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, They've like, got shooters around. They would be like,
1: what are you doing? Give me the ball.
0: Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Just just create the... Like, make yeah. the shot for me. Like, make the make the play. Give it to me. He's I'm going to do that. the rest. Yeah, because yeah, he could do that. His playmaking abilities are very, very good Second as well. Second to none. But He's he probably definitely... one of the,
1: the best playmakers in the whole league.
0: <laughs> yeah. But he, he he gotta leave, man. This That's Philly true. thing, he just he's just not working. And I feel like I'm not trying to be harsh, but I feel like Doc was in what Doc was saying is like I'm done. Like I'm just yeah. done with you.
1: You could tell he was frustrated a little bit because he's like his 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 starters weren't. I mean, his his like his um, his um stars weren't banging. You know but it was I mean? the guys like Seth Curry who were performing. The White came on had had a bit of an impact. Um, Tobias Harris wasn't awful. Like he had a, he had his moments. Yeah. But his his main stars, one of them, they just either never fit because they're both injured, quite injury prone, or one of them can't shoot, and the other one's just an emotional guy. Joel Embiid is a great great player, but sometimes he gets emotional, and he's gets in foul trouble, and he's just not always like not always at the races. So yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. That's everything. I think they might need to blow
0: up. I think they need to start again. I they think they blow might up, do still. They might have to try and get some some draft picks or something. They and, might have to start again. Like, um, yeah, I, I I I hear what you're saying. I might even I might even trade Embiid. I, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's that blown up, but definitely yeah, maybe like, not that bad. <laughs> definitely, but bro, you gotta start like, you gotta start sell like offering Simmons and see what you can get out of him. Yeah, see picks, the but see what, what what's available because there's a lot of players, players like, you can get in return. Yeah. You know, you got um you got uh, Dame, you got Lillard, obviously he's coming. He he could be up for like new contracts, so he could be a free agent. Obviously, o- o- curry, uh say curry um I was thinking, not Steph Curry, his brother. He's going to be a big free agent on the market. So, you know, these are all things that I don't know Mm -hmm. if the Sixers are thinking, you know what, let's try and see if we can lure someone else. But I say, shop Simmons, man. It's hard to say, bro, because I kind of do like him. I'm thinking this shot thing is is a madness now. But they
1: they haven't, they've invested so much in him. I don't see them actually trading him. I think they might keep hang on to him and see what they can. And just see if if he actually puts the work in, because he's still young. He can still put the work in and become a better shooter. But, that I think they need to literally be like, Bro, next year, if you come back and you can't shoot again, we're, we're getting rid of you. You need to come back this summer. I need to see some work ethic. <laughs> That's what I need to see from you. You know what I'm saying? Like Cause we, cause we've got the coach, we've got this, we've got the role players, we've got the superstar play, in Jordan you know B. We just need you to be a guy. And then you. we can maybe maybe go for a run. Because you look at the league this year, like it's 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 kind of wide open. Like, yeah, yeah. LeBron, no Steph Curry, mm-hmm. no KD. In the finals. This was kind of the opportunity for 76ers to really make a run, for, make a run for it against a, a Hawks team that no one really betted on at all, except for themselves. The, the Hawks betted on themselves big time. They yeah, did. Trey Young is one of my favorite players now, man. He has been for a while, but now he's certified one of my favorite players to watch. Yeah, he's just he's, he's, he's deadly, and he doesn't give a damn. I love it. Like I think he's playing yeah, for Atlanta because he just doesn't care. He like if he's the villain, great. He, he, he loves hearing, that. Great. He,
0: he loves can that. Do what he wants. He's gonna score, and his playmates love it. He's not his playmates. His teammates they love him as well, man. I mean, hundred percent. Just yeah. so many, so much talent. Just kind of switching off of it. Obviously, now we're getting into the nitty gritty or the squeaky bum time, as uh, Alex Ferguson will talk. Because now we're into the conference finals. Um, yeah. I, I want to give credit first to to my Clippers. Obviously, went down to the, to um, went down to the Phoenix Suns yesterday. But mm-hmm. for me, mate, I mean, to come from 2-0 down against the Mavs, to come from 2-0 down against the Jazz, who notoriously at home are phenomenal. And for yep. Terence Mann and, and uh, playoff P, Paul playoff George, P, he can actually shake that. Thank heat. you for joining us. Oh, <laughs> Lord, I've been craving for that. Uh, you know, I have to give top props to my team. I know it's 1-0 down in the series, like, how do you think it will but swing? That's just kind of what you do. I, yeah, I personally feel like we, is, we're going to win it in six or seven. I don't know which one. I'm not trying to say that we're like I'm proud. Obviously, really, really badly need Kawhi more on the yeah, defensive 100%. side. Um, some of these role players are really stepping up. Uh, Reggie yeah. Jackson is doing his thing. Oh, big time! Um, yeah, he's boring. Morris. Morris cedar as well doing his thing. Um, mm-hmm. We're looking. We're looking decent, but. From what I saw last night with the triple double by by Booker, he, he he's on it. Like yeah, everyone thought, that was his oh. first
1: career triple double. He gets a forty point triple double in the playoffs. In the playoffs, crazy guy. But yeah, I do think this is what you guys do. You you lose your first two games, you figure out. And to be honest with you, you're away. Like that, you were you were at the Suns. Like it was gonna happen. I think you were always gonna lose that game.
0: Yeah. So was... even
1: even without without CP three for them, I think you were always gonna lose that game. So yeah. Now I, I reckon it. the next game will be the, the telling one. If you win, if you lose again, going back to LA, then we'll have to see.
0: It could be quite but, um, tricky.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just, I just think you guys are gonna, you guys are gonna, you to you gonna make it work. For me, I think I've had to switch off my Lakers brain for a little bit and realize the Clippers mm-hmm. are actually a decent team. Like, um, I yeah. kind of hate to admit it, but you are, you are a really good team. But do you know
0: I'm, what? I'm, yeah, to, he's turning
1: up. He's showing up.
0: Yes, <laughs> to, to slightly interrupt you there. It's, um. It's the coach, man. Mm. It's, it's the coach. Uh, like, is yeah, Tal Tal doing his thing and like, he's making us gritty. I mean, I have to admit, I, 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 I'll be honest, I've seen highlights. I don't actually watch the games live because I'm that nervous. I feel like I might jinx the side. <laughs> and ever since I stopped watching it live, we've been doing our things. So I said, You've all right, cool. Games. I hear That's what you guys are trying to tell me. Want. Do you know what I'm saying? To so just follow <laughs> it by, you know, <laughs> by live text. Do you know what I'm saying? But um, it's, yeah, it's it's one where um, this this Clippers team, you can't write us out. I mean, we've come up against some phenomenal players, Donovan Mitchell. But he wasn't a hundred percent, but still was balling. Yeah, up.
1: and he was missing uh, Connolly and all that. So, like, yeah. Rigo Like Gobert is, uh, is an interesting case study. Like he's a defensive player of the year, but some people will tell you he's a fraud. Like he's not, <laughs> he's not really there. Some people say he's the most overrated player in the league.
0: Mate, I feel so, like that small defense. ball lineup that um, the Clippers had against him actually actually worked quite well I feel I feel mm-hmm. they're gonna try to do it again against the Suns but I know like Louie he will figure us he will figure us out he will figure things and get it going I mean this is the first time we've ever got to conference finals so for, for me I'm happy but obviously mm-hmm. that's not what we're trying to do because if you look at the four teams that have left the last time one of these teams won t- the championship Tams. yeah exactly the last time one of these teams won the championship was the Bucks back in 1971 Man, it's it's open. Wow. Don't get me wrong, there's obviously bigger hurdles, but you've got to face what's in front of you. And I think the Clippers can do it. Yeah, Possibly 100%. probably will go down to it'll, it'll be it'll be in seven. They'll win it in, in game seven. But yeah. I, I mean, can
1: I can see it going seven games is this one personally. I think it really as I said, it depends on these home games are gonna be interesting. I think I actually think it'll go similar to the other the other series. I think it'll go two-two yeah. like you'll both you'll both win your home games and then we'll have to then See who starts so winning can... games when it gets to crunch time in like game five.
0: Yeah, who could win but, um, on the road? Now
1: nah, this this Clippers team is a serious. As long as you're fit, as long as um as long as Kawhi comes back, it's yeah. a team that could definitely go the whole way. As I said, I had to turn off my Lakers brain that I've actually like had this unlike un unconscious bias against playoff playoff P for quite some time just because of the fact that he chose you guys over us that season that he could come to the Lakers, but instead he chose to come to the Clippers. Since then, I've hated the guy. I'll be honest with you. And he's and and it's, it's worked out because he's been he's been pretty poor. Like he's played terribly sometimes, especially last year. But this year, he's making some really clutch shots, man. And he's turning up. He's he's the guy again. That that two way player that he was once before. He's he's becoming that person once again. So it's nice to see from him from like a personal perspective. But yeah, the Clippers look really good. You guys look really good. Terrence Mann is a revelation off the bench. Man, he's um, looking. Reggie Jackson just looks solid. Like he's a really confident, more way more confident point guarders than um, than Patrick Beverly was. Patrick, Patrick Berry comes in does his defense thing comes off Rondo's come in provided some leadership every now and then he might he might hit a couple of threes like he did last game
0: yeah
1: like help the team out Batum's helping the team out a little bit Luke Canard's helping the team out you got Morris hitting threes yeah Zubac. your team is your team is pretty much stacked and like I think he was who was at the setup but it might have been LeBron when he was complaining about how like a lot of players have been injured this year but um the whichever team wins this year is gonna be the team that's 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 fittest. So the team that's got the most yeah. fit superstars. That's it. That's unfortunate what happens to the Nets. They they're they're one of the big their big three gets injured. The butts come back and they and they win the series. So unfortunate for them. But for you guys, if you get if you get Kawhi back, um it's gonna be an interesting series. Is, Likewise, yeah. if CP once CPT comes back from this COVID thing, um, we'll have to see what he comes back. Like if he comes back and he's um I don't know, maybe a bit tired and stuff because of the COVID or whatever it is, then it's going to be interesting to see how he helps that team. But his leadership alone on that team with Devin Booker, who's acting like he's baby Kobe right now, that team could be dangerous as well. 400%. So, yeah. Loved what they had in their last game. They're like, DeAndre Ayton performed big time. Mikel yeah, Bridges got some big shots for them. Cam Johnson got some huge shots for them as well. He's Very been,
0: good. Some clutch shots. So, yeah, that team is is quite dangerous also. Indeed. And before we jump on to, obviously... To talk about um the the Bucks and the Hawks. Bro, I might have to take it to you. What because what happened? How are the Nets not in the conference finals, man? This just like sum it up in a short what what did you see? Because for me, I wasn't expecting that, man. Obviously, the last the last game we see KD put on
1: oh just I, a I call it a show he was, a yeah. clinic. He proved <laughs> to us that
0: like, he was like, yo, what? You think now LeBron's got that nah, I'm that he's that like, I'm that guy. I, I'm, yeah. brilliant to return to that meme. I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? And then in this game, <laughs> like still to hit um plus 40, but the Nets still not getting it done, man. Is this is this a kick in the teeth for the Nets? Is it one of those where it's like, yo, what the hell? Like, we didn't actually get finals.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a huge chicken teeth because that team was—they literally constructed everything to win this year. They were in win now mode, um, trading for Harden as aggressively as aggressively as they did. Yeah, bringing in those um the people off the buyout buyout market like Lamarcus Aldridge, unfortunately, to retire. Mm-hmm. He was mad. Uh, the bench guys were really performing, but yeah, they unfortunately just got injured, man. Like Carrie couldn't stay fit. Um, also I think he twisted his ankle when it was on, on like Giannis's leg or something like that but yeah he got he got injured Harden got injured and missed a couple of games and mm. he constant was KD and he's still coming off, off an Achilles injury himself so yeah, he's like boring. I'd say he's <laughs> at like 85, 90% he's not even at, I don't think he's like at 100% yeah. but he's still balling like he was he just putting on a masterclass of shooting just proving that he's just probably the best scorer that we've seen like in the league and just in, in quite a long time when he's running out there like a gazelle and he's just doing his thing, like just dribbling like crazy and Oof. going up for layups and hitting mid-range shots off the dribble. Crazy. It's beautiful to watch. Beautiful like to watch. A, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. He's just monster of, of scoring.
0: Beautiful so,
1: to watch. Yeah, but Giannis and the, and the team, like they, they turned up, like the Bucks turned up. They had their players. Drew Holiday wasn't having the greatest series, but he, he came and, and turned up big for them. Um, Chris Middleton hit some big free. He's, yeah. Giannis, even though he takes forever to take free throws, <laughs> he was still showing up and hitting shots. And Do you
0: know what I'm saying, man?
1: Clutch layups and dunks or something like that, so... So it's an interesting team. I know. The Bucks, I don't know if they've got enough to go the whole way. That's why well, they, uh, to be honest with you, they have to now at this point because I, I could see them beating the Hawks. But the, this Hawks team is pretty dangerous. But to return to what they they against the Nets, I think the fact that even went to, to OT as well was quite was quite interesting in that like, game seven. Yeah. If um, but for a couple of shots and if if Katie had his running mate in in Kyrie, had been fit, fit onto yeah. Game seven, but, yeah, oh. injuries unfortunately is what is what killed that team. But they they would should definitely be disappointed because this is a year they should have won it because they look they're looking at the league. They're looking there's no Steph, there's no LeBron. Um, the, the Clippers obviously like a good team, but it's still like if or it's still here with them whether they can perform it at the big stage because they haven't been there before. Yeah, the Suns are an unproven team, and you're thinking, can they make it past the Bucks? Yeah, you you back them. We we all back them. We we said we I think everyone, myself included, all the analysts, everyone was saying Nets in five, Nets in six. Yeah, but. Yeah, this Bucks team did what they're supposed to do. I think the only person that didn't say it was was Charles Barkley. He was saying that the Bucks could make it, <laughs> and they did. Lord, so they <laughs> did. he proved himself. They
0: proved him right. <laughs> oh my days! Obviously, like sapping for the for the Nets. Everyone yeah. like obviously we're still in this season, but I can't count them out for next season. We'll definitely be fun runners. No,
1: them. I I want. I mean to you, like question to you. Do you think they run it back? Do you think they'll bring back like Blake Griffin and? Because obviously his contract was only a temporary one this February year because it was yeah. a from, the, from the buyout market. I think. What do you think they'll bring him back and bring out all these bring back all these players?
0: I think they possibly could, but I think they might try and turn it around. I mean, obviously, as it as the saying is, defense wins championships, and they might want to bring someone who can anchor them in defensively to uh-huh. help them make that gap because it's all fair fine and all dandy when they're scoring bare points. But if yeah. one of, you know, one of the guys out of the, how can I say, the Trident gets injured, gets a bit tricky, do you know what I'm saying? Obviously, Harden did kind of come back, but they had no Kyrie. Someone defensively that can give them that step up or that that bit of leadership as well. But um, though I would say it's more probably maybe 60-40. 60, they bring it back, bring everyone back and see if they can do it again. Because this team yeah. is built to win now. It's similar to the state that the Clippers were in. And are still iron. Like obviously, you want to win now. Got great players on your roster. You've traded loads to get the type of players that you need. Um, yeah, yeah. They'll 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 bring it back for sure. Well, they'll, they'll bring. Yeah,
1: back I back. think they'll be in the mix again. I don't know if they can. Like, I don't know if they've maybe, maybe been exposed a little bit by this Bucks team. Like, mm. um, when one of their superstars has to have a good game in the clutch moments of the of the playoffs, are they able to? To make it the whole way we'll have to see but yeah this team is too good to not try and run it back so I think they'd have to make a a, a way to try and deal this uh Blake Griffin contract out and then figure out the rest of their especially when they get like I think they'll get um, Spencer Dinwiddie back from injury next year and stuff like that they'll be an interesting team again so but definitely like yeah commiseration for them this year they should have They this is the year they should have won it and they didn't so they're going to be very disappointed with themselves I'm sure Especially especially KD because he's like obviously trying to be considered the best player in the league and like yeah yeah. And I think it was you know, some of the funniest moments when um when Giannis was having was taking shots and stuff. There's a moment where Giannis is backing up, he's backing um backing, uh, James Harden down. Someone someone's gonna come and give him help defense. James Harden was like, nah, he waved him off, he said no, nope, I got him. <laughs> and he defended him and he missed the shot. I was like, they not they really don't respect Giannis in this league, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's MVP twice. Oh, no one respects his shot at all. They just know that he's a seven-footer who can like he's just, just deaf, dunk like crazily all over. Can yeah. dunk it crazy, yeah. Yeah. In terms of shooting, they don't give a damn about his shot. They don't respect him at all. They hate the
0: fact that he takes 10, 15 seconds to take a free throw. <laughs> they just don't rate this guy. That's true, but I mean, to be honest, his, his shooting has slowly, has slowly been getting there bit by bit, very like, slowly. He...
1: But and slowly is the operative word because he yes. just takes
0: forever. Oh yeah, it's long. It's a long. It's a long uh, <laughs> wind up. Still, is like. Bro, are you gonna hit that or oh, okay? Maybe we'll just wait. Oh, all right. But um, moving on because obviously it's the Eastern like Conference Finals now with the Bucks against the Hawks. I feel like with the momentum that the Bucks have kind of come off, especially with the big, heavily considered favorites, I, I see them winning it like um mm-hmm. again in seven. I feel like these series will go the way this this Hawks team is very very dangerous. And um, yeah. I was even just looking at an article with Trey Young's. Numbers against um, the Sixers. So, um, in previous series, or I don't know if this is recently, or, or let me just go through. But basically, they've got like Trey Young, 35, 21, 28, 25, 39, 34, 21, in terms of points. So, obviously, like scoring against the Sixers, um, a lot of assists as well. He's He's been phenomenal. Do, do you think? it's going to come down to his brilliance to see if this Hawks team can obviously advance to the to the n b a finals
1: yeah he's the he's the guy he's the super he's the superstar on this team um an interesting like like i think stat is that obviously he's um averaged like twenty nine points or so i think in in this playoffs so far oh, wow. but also he's averaging like almost eleven assists, like like almost ten point five assists like twelve point four assists or around that amount so like yeah he's um he needs to get his, he, his main target this season was trying to figure out because it, it was obvious from him coming in the league that he can shoot and he can score. That mm. was obvious. But the main thing was, can he get his teammates involved? Can he, can he rack up these assists as well? Yeah. And he's doing it. I've, and some of his teammates are balling. Kevin Hurt have like, turned up big for them in that like, game seven. Um, and like, John Collins is obviously like a, a threat off the, off the, uh, of the pick and roll. Um, Lou Will contributed even the smallest bit. He was there. <laughs> and they got some other guys in Atlanta as well. So, yeah, but they go as far as Trey Young takes them. As we kept saying with the with the Jazz, that they go as far as Donovan Mitchell mm-hmm. takes them. Same thing with this team; they go as far as, as Trey takes him. If he's turning into Ice Trey and he's ice cold and he's shooting shots and he's got ice in his veins, then yeah, the, the kid can take him far. But um, they're coming up against a really good Bucks team who are now riding high off confidence that so they beat the guy that they beat the favorites. Yeah. So they're, they're they're very confident right now. They've got Giannis playing. Playing solid basketball, he's he's feeling like I'm the guy in this league. I'm the MVP. Year, I should really, man. or well, last year's MVP. That I should I should be able to to hold it down. Yeah. Chris yeah. Middleton, Chris Middleton can hit shots. I think the the big thing for them going to the series will be the defense of Drew Holiday against against Trey Young. Yeah, Holiday is yeah, a great guards. defender. So him him being able to to guard Trey Young will be quite interesting. seeing in, at this uh this particular series. But uh yeah, I think it could go like five, six games, maybe seven. Mm. Um that Atlanta team are like, yeah, riding high as well. Cause they've obviously beat a favorite likewise as well. So yeah, it's, it's gonna be quite interesting. There's two teams who who really probably no one really thought should be would be in this situation. But now are uh, that yeah. are now in this situation. So yeah, I think they'll I think they'll go all out It'll probably be a bit of like a one of those like heavyweight boxing matches that go that go the distance mm-hmm. and they're just giving each other blows the whole the whole game. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we'll see. Probably seven games are probably actually makes more sense now. when I think about it because I think they'll both just like just try and shoot and um, uh, score points and try, just try and outscore the other. So yeah, it's gonna be an interesting series for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm I just like... think, I just think
1: the Bucks will win it. I think the Bucks just have more. They have a, a full a, a more rounded team in terms of like a superstar, a second superstar ish in Chris Middleton, a third guy who's very solid in Drew Holiday, Holiday. then bench guys who are cons- consistent for them. Um, Pat Connaughton, um, all the other bench players that they have as well, that are are coming in and providing and and giving them valuable minutes. So, yeah, that Bucks team are primed. Now that they've beaten the Nets, I think they're thinking to themselves, this could be our year as well.
0: Yeah.
1: And maybe finally they validate Giannis signing that big contract, because everyone's talking about Giannis signing that huge contract. Yeah, getting a woody. But can he win anything in Milwaukee? But... If he wins in Milwaukee and he validates that contract that he
0: signed, then he's, he's 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 one life at that point. It's worth every penny. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Well, guys, just wanted to say um before we kind of round up, a uh, big big shout out to um I was gonna say Luka Don Donjic, but he's he's gonna get his money at the end of the season. You probably oh, yeah, actually Max. But um actually to to Jokic for um winning MVP, um fantastic season. He's been so incredible as well. Um shout yeah. out to Gobert getting defensive player of the year. He has been brilliant um, yes. and rightly. Some so. people don't really
1: like him though. Some people some people think he's a bit of a fraud. I was on Twitter um when they were playing in that game game six, whatever it was. Yeah. People were saying that yeah Jokic, uh, not Jokic sorry that like, Gobert might be one of these fraud kind of players that everyone looks at. And he looks like he's doing a lot, but he's not really doing a lot. Mm-hmm. So pe- people were people were calling him a bit of a fraud online. But you well, know, he definitely deserves to win defensive player. Yeah, sorry to cut you definitely
0: off. Definitely, and then uh, no, no, man, just go for it. And then obviously, Clark was it Clarkson that got one uh, sixth, sixth,
1: sixth man now, yeah. of
0: the year. Yeah, can't can't go wrong there. And then last but not least, young player of the year, who was a. Uh, who was one of the yes, brothers yes like we said i think we i think we said a yeah, we couple did weeks say this ago when we asked
1: who was going to win it we said uh we said Lomelo would win it despite despite the fact that he missed quite a few games cuz that injury but him uh, was back, just the most yeah. influential player man yeah he's yeah, coming back he 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 influenced winning that team at such a young age and he's a superstar for the future for sure for that team i'm sure they're really like excited that they first of all were able to draft him with the second overall pick and then like now they've now they can really build with him at the, as the point guard they've now got obviously other players like bridges and mm. um they've got pj washington as well the guys they've still got gordon hayward um they'll have to figure out what they're gonna do with the backcourt because they've currently obviously got Lamelo, they've also got uh Devontae graham yeah. and they've got um what's the other guy's name again i'm thinking about it God, I terry well. so they're gonna have to figure out what they're gonna do with those three if they're gonna keep maybe two of them and trade one or like get rid of one and you know, keep the other two. So the other, yeah. they'll figure that out going forward. But that's a team that they they can now build to the future, especially in the East. That's a team that they could potentially like make a bit of a name for themselves if they can pick up maybe another piece or two in a draft or something like that, or free agency. Yeah, Very interesting. Yeah. Maybe Michael Jordan will finally be valued as like a decent uh, front office executive because <laughs> currently he's he's not he's not really looked at like the, like the way he was bad, when he was playing. No one's the same. Go
0: of front offices. <laughs> not a two, not a two, not a two. I think lastly, but we can kind of discuss obviously the the trade that actually came out maybe a day or two ago, which was um, oh, yeah the Celtics trading away uh, Kemba, which really I mean that shocked me personally, and mm-hmm. obviously they bought some they bought Al Al Horford back from the Thunder. I mean, looking at the Thunder, they've got picks for days. They got they got bad picks. They got bad picks at the moment. Obviously their rosters yeah good young core. Um, Yeah, man, who do you think actually won that particular trade per se, like, lastly,
1: So it's going to be very interesting. I think it will really determine, like, to determine who wins it, Mm -hmm. it's going to be, like, um, how fit is Kemba Walker? Because if he does stay fit, Mm -hmm. him in that backcourt with Shea Gilded Alexander is, like, a, a nice little proposition for that Thunder team who are, again, as you said, have just a plethora of draft picks. Um, they have the potential to maybe get two top five picks in this upcoming draft. Mm. And this is a, a draft that everyone considers to be a pretty strong one. So, um, yeah, we're going to have to see what happens with this with this Thunder team. But for the Celtics, they've cleared cap space now, so they don't have to, like, you know, they're not against the cap as much. Obviously, Al Horford's contract was quite expensive anyway, but yeah. it was less expensive than than Kemba's. <laughs> yeah. um, so, they've, so they've freed that up a little bit so they've got a bit more wiggle room in the future. Um and this was kind of Brad Stevens' big first move as like as the uh, head of basketball operations. Yeah, so that's true. Interesting to see that he traded a guy that was kind of considered like their second or maybe third star on that team. So maybe it shows a little bit how he maybe thought about Kemba Walker. Maybe he, he didn't really trust him as a as a as a valuable, or not valuable, but reliable player because he was yeah. always injured. But um that's a team that now obviously with Jalen Brown, with Jason Tatum, um, mm-hmm. they might still need a third piece if they're gonna challenge in the east that's true so maybe that's why he did the trade so he can get a bit of wiggle room to make some free agent moves or whatever they want to do but winners of the trade obviously like for now it looks like the thunder because they've not only got like a solid player if he's fit but they've got draft picks once again and they can maybe get two of the of the five as you said in this upcoming draft which is looking to be a stacked draft in the, in the top that top half of this draft looks to be really good so yeah they're an interesting team the thunder i think they They've been rebuilding ever since they got rid of um KD and got rid of not got rid of but KD left and ever since they yeah. had to get rid of um and Westbrook as and Russ well and Westbrook and all that people. So they've done a fantastic job of flipping their players into draft picks and like potential future things. The way they really got rid of not got rid of but they had to obviously trade um Paul George to to you guys. Yeah, and what they in got in return. Picks in return? What
0: they got? Fantastic. Not even just draft picks, but also players. But with
1: SGA, yeah, yeah. And players and, like yeah. players that really turned out to be good for them. So. And then they had Paul. They had Chris Paul, and you're thinking Chris Paul and and Shoggy just good backcourt. Then they trade him, they get more draft picks in return. Yeah. Now they get Ale, Al Horford. Trade him, get more draft picks exactly. in return, and they get Campbell Walker. So yeah, for me, yeah. I think the funder look like winners right now. But they do. We'll have to wait and see what happens. That's uh, a an, an interesting, an interesting move for sure. for sure. If he's fit, as I said, that could be very, very deadly for that team.
0: Yeah, I'm just hoping because obviously I feel like things didn't maybe go so well because obviously at, at the Celtics he wasn't fit at all and obviously his knees issue there but yeah man if he's just even if they can get something out of there good playing time then then it could yeah. work out for them as well along with the picks as well so yeah
1: some people believe they the might not even keep him they think they might still trade Kemba now they obviously got him mm-hmm. they might still trade him off and and try and turn it into more picks <laughs> or, or another player who knows Damn,
0: I see what they're trying yeah. to do
1: yeah, that team is trying to is do what, like, Sol- is, like,
0: like, what the Celtics have when they have bare picks, what they were doing.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what they were doing all points, but now it's now it's the Thunder. They look to be the the, uh, the current like their GM Sam He seems to be like the guy as yeah, as far as GM goes. It used to be Danny Angel of the Celtics, but now he's obviously retired, so we'll have to see what happens going forward. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was it was just a bit of a shock trade because as I said to you, it just made no sense. It came out the blue and it made no sense to me at the time. Yeah. But then I see, obviously, like Brad Sims has to explain it a little bit and look at the contracts. Mm-hmm. Two players who essentially both had knee issues: Al Horford and and Kemba. But one of them has a cheaper contract, that's a bit less, a bit a few years, less years, which is um, Al Horford. So mm. they'll currently have him on their team. He's obviously back now with the Celtics, a team that he was with and had some good success with before he went to the to the, to the Thunder. So yeah, yeah, definitely interesting.
0: Definitely, indeed. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. That was episode 21. Um, Do you follow us on uh, the gram on um, at the underscore aggregate underscore score? Um, Yeah. yeah, We're always saying that. We're going to try to do some more anyway. We always try and post stories. So check out the stories. That's one thing I would say. You can always search the aggregate score and find us that way as well. Yeah. Um, And we're on uh, Apple Podcasts and on Spotify as well. But um, From me and I... Thanks for listening and take care. All right, peace.